Well, friends, as promised, a Venus exclusive live performance from Tune Yards. I will not comment too much. I will not editorialize. I will only present her to you, and then we will talk in a bit. Meryl, if you want.
that one that was exactly the one I was going to request. What do you know? What, what do you, you know? know? More, more. More, more. One more. Only if you remind me to tune, retune after this song. Okay. 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 Thank you. But you won't fall down 
Our pleasure, completely. <laughs> so, Meryl, do yes. tell me, um, how did you come to know the great beast that is the ukulele? <laughs> um, I I did a puppet show. I'm a puppeteer, really. Oh, really? Get out of town. I had no I idea. Get out of town. <laughs> no, no, please don't. I was I was just using a speaker. Um, I so I I created my own puppet show, and the way I started doing that was uh, by playing the ukulele. I had a picture in my head of <clears throat> of me and my face and a ukulele in a in a stage set, um, a frame of sorts with a puppet on my foot. So I started playing the ukulele that way. And that was a small, tiny ukulele, and this is a tenor ukulele. Huh. What kind of... How does a puppet sit on your foot? Hmm. You'll have to come see my show. <laughs> are you Are you going to have a show? Yeah, on March Get 8th, out. actually. Uh, there's a Festival uh, de Castellier, which is at Théâtre Outremont. Hmm. Um, March That's 8th. right by my house. Hmm. We'll definitely come by. March Indeed. 8th. March 8th. Uh, International Women's Day, I believe. Hmm. Uh, and my show is called Fat Kid Opera or L'Opera de la Petite Grosse <laughs> <laughs> en français. Uh, so, uh, so what was your original question? Oh, foot. I put it on my foot. I have a bare foot and the toe sort of controls the head. Wow. Mm -hmm. hey, amazing. Seriously, <laughs> it's blowing my mind if you could see my face right now. <laughs> That's a powerful toe you got. Well, yep. So they say. Have you ever tried playing ukulele with your toe? Mm, no. Not yet. Something to do tonight. <laughs> true. Very true. My homework for this evening. Maybe. So you don't actually really consider yourself a musician primarily? Um, now I do. I, I was working for a puppet theater for about four years. Uh, and that's an interesting question. Yes, now primarily what I do is music. Um, I do the Tunyard solo project, and then I have my band, Sister Subi. Um, <clears throat> but 
everything that I do tends to have theatrics in it, I guess, or theatrical elements. So um, I guess I guess I'm hoping in my adult life that I will unify the two a little bit more. And and it's a little bit performance arty, I guess, at times too. Depends, but. Junior, do you mean or the? Yeah, yeah, and I guess everything that I do on stage is a little. It's a little bit of everything. It's music, it's theater, it's performance art, whatever you want to label those things as. Um, it it all sort of comes together. So, depends on on who's watching it and how how you contextualize it. I guess. Someone once pointed out to me that the difference between performance art and experimental theater is chairs, <laughs> which I thought was pretty brilliant. <laughs> Wow, wait, who uses chairs? Well, in experimental theater, people sit around in chairs and feel uncomfortable. And with performance <laughs> art, you're in a, you know, a public space or something, right. and people walk by and feel uncomfortable. Or just walk by. I see. So the audience is either in chairs or not chairs. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. This is coming from somebody who's quite well-versed in performance art, so it wasn't meant as a derogatory comment. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just no, thought I'd put it out there. They're, the lines are very... Uh, how do you say... <laughs> It's hard to draw the line between the between these things, and I think that's that's what I am I'm actually trying to do is to try to blur blur it a little bit and and have have theatrical elements and performance art elements in in indie rock and in you know folk mm -hmm. music and things like that. Yeah, I think that's great. I think the best art is the kind that's kind of hard to talk about and yeah, hard exactly. to really say what it is exactly because then you can talk about it more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so then you can talk and talk. Yeah. But it does seem like to me when I saw your show that you had kind of a, an onstage persona that you're cultivating like very successfully in my opinion. Is that like, is there kind of a character that's pretty clear in your head that you're playing when you're tune yards or is it kind of more natural just flowing out of you? It's, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's definitely unclear and that's partially because it's very new, this whole project. It's only, it's only in the past few months actually that I, that I started tune yards as a name and as a, a concept. Um, Uh, so no, it's not clear, but definitely what's clear to me is, is stage presence of some kind that it's really important to me that I'm, that I'm engaging with an audience, whether that's, um, making them feel weird <laughs> or, or, um, <clears throat> excuse me, or comforting them or, you know, I've been singing a lot of lullabies, which is one I'd like to do next, actually, um, uh, I'm not sure. It's not a clear persona, but it's definitely some something to to talk about, I guess. <laughs> And something for me, it's um, whenever I get on stage, there's definitely something that happens to me, which is that it becomes less less about me, Meryl, the person, and more about the performance of it. So, um, so yeah, it's all stuff that I'm working with, and it's always really interesting to me what people. Uh, are captivated by or turned off by or uh, have questions about after I perform because I think it changes all the time. Hmm. Do you notice anything particular that keeps coming up that surprised you that people are saying? Um, I guess I guess mostly I, I think that I scare people more than I hear that I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I feel, uh, and maybe that's just my own paranoia that Sometimes I, I will push things too far. For instance, staring at people in the audience, like looking straight at them, uh, looking, making eye contact with people. Um, a lot of theater training is steers away from that, that you're supposed to be this, you know, you're supposed to be on stage as a performance, almost like people are watching a TV and you're not supposed to, you know, engage with the audience. But I would definitely like to, to challenge that and to, to break down the, 
fourth wall or whatever they say. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, and I'm always worried because of theater training that, that that'll freak people out, but it seems like it actually draws people in more and that people aren't, aren't as uh, turned away by it. So, so that's been interesting. No, I, I can see that for sure. Um, yeah, because I mean, the songs are so pretty, but then you drop these little bombs in them, you know, and it's it just to me, it was so compelling to watch for that reason, you know, and I I've just, I watch a lot of shows and I was I feel like a lot of people like to pretend they're not on a stage when they are when they're playing music, you know, and yeah. it's amazing to see somebody reach out of that space, you know, mm-hmm. cool. loved it. Anyway, I'm not I'm not trying to kiss your ass. I'm cool. trying to interview you. So oh, let's talk. Oh, you're kissing my ass on the radio my <laughs> thank god no one can see this it'd be humiliating for so me fun. no one can see anything <laughs> oh my god i can't believe you brought a flamingo yeah that's well, crazy her, her, Lee? her name oh is uh, lily, lily the flamingo <laughs> so pink <clears throat> so, so uh, let's talk about um when you were forming this kind of unique uh musical vision let's say that you are you're putting out did, did you have any touchstones or influences along the way sure yeah things that inspire you yes and what are they um yeah of course there are a lot and I, in fact coming on this show i was trying to think um i was trying to think of the women in my life who have influenced me or, or the women that, you know who are musicians or performers who are who have influenced me because Often when I think of my influences, I think of men such as uh, uh, Bertolt Brecht mm. mm-hmm. um, and, and that whole, the, the style. I, I was actually thinking a lot of Brecht's uh, alienation effect. Um, I won't talk more about that. Because- well, his stuff was all written by his girlfriends anyway, so. Oh, truly? <laughs> that's kind of, uh, that's, that's one of the stories about Brecht, that, mm. that uh, you know, his, his ladies actually uh, did a lot more work on his on his theater than well, they're given yeah. credit for. Well, like, yeah, who is it? Lottie Lenya and yeah. and all these, the, the female performers in his shows who had the the most important roles. And yeah, of course, of course they shaped that. Mm-hmm. And of course they don't get talked about enough. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? Um, feel free to say men or women. We're a equal opportunity show. Great. great. What are men? We don't know <laughs> what <laughs> this word means here it's, on Venus. It's more that I, that I was trying to think of who, who actually has influenced me. I mean, I guess, um, uh, I mean, female singers such as, uh, Aretha Franklin, of course, mm. and Joan Armatrading and Odetta and and these um, truly and Nina Simone truly unusual voices, but but incredible, powerful voices that just were were their own um, and didn't try to be pretty and didn't try to be nice. They just were, but they were. That's really important to me. Um, yeah. But but lots. I mean, I'm really influenced by African music a lot and and reggae a lot. And mm. uh, <clears throat> uh, it's been a challenge for me to to find women women artists within those genres and also um, uh, women artists who who are who are in the folds of those. You know that I think it's really important to try to dig up those people who are who are not mentioned, like like Brecht's women. <laughs> um, <laughs> That that is a constant challenge to sort of to make sure that we're 
self-educated on those people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I might, I might actually say uh, Venus is a great place to uh, start <laughs> looking bet. for these kinds of things. I bet. And we're on the air noon to two every Thursday. How fortunate. <laughs> uh, so what about, um, you, know, you were saying that this Tune Yards is a new project for you. And other than that, you play in this band, Sister Suvi. And I was wondering if you could talk a bit about that. What is it? Uh -huh. What's the difference between playing in Sister Suvi and playing on your own? Mm, it's totally different. As I was reminded of uh, when I played on Tuesday at this show uh, at Divan Orange, it was, I realized how much... Mm, how much harder it is <laughs> to be on your on your own on a stage because it's really it's just all you. Sister Suvi is is so much fun um, because there's a real not that Tune Yards is not fun to perform, but Sister Suvi is a real dialogue between either the three of us or the four of us depending on on who we're playing with. It's it's me and Patrick Gregoire who's in the band Islands, and Nico Dan who is uh, now Toronto based and in a thousand different other bands. He's a dr uh, amazing drummer. So what it is is basically um, uh, oh and Nate Brenner sometimes on bass who lives in California. So Sister Suvi is I guess ex experimental rock uh, with with influences, you know, dancehall reggae influences and free jazz influences. Um, it's been, I, I'm an untra a self-trained, mostly musician, um, but those guys are all jazz trained, conservatory trained. So mm. that's been a really interesting uh, challenge for me to, to play at their level uh, and also just really expand my brain um, musically. So... So that's that. We're playing February twentieth at uh, Divan Orange in Montreal. So. This is great. This is like this is like it's all coming together right now because I've heard the name Sister Suvi, oh. but I've never actually seen you play. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a drawing of you in a zine, and I was like, oh, there they are. Oh. And uh, <laughs> but still couldn't place who this band was. So yeah. good to know. Yeah. Now, now you know. What do you play in it? Uh, I play tenor, u tenor uke, <clears throat> the one I'm playing right now, and fiddle as well sometimes. Huh. And sing. How do you guys ever get together when you live in such different places? Mm, it's hard. <laughs> it's definitely hard. We just, we're, you know, life's crazy. You just sort of make stuff happen, I'm finding. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not a lot of money. There's not a lot of time. But, um, for instance, we're trying to plan a tour for April. So we're just like, you know, you just just try. Just do it. And then sometimes we go to Toronto to rehearse with Nico. Uh, we went on tour with Nate, and Nate flew out from California to here and, and rehearsed with, with us here, and then we uh, got in my car and, and toured around. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we do we do the best we can. And Patrick and I both are often in Montreal these days, so we play a lot together here. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, I guess I must keep it pretty free, too. Like, you can't get too... Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's It's like a half... <laughs> half improvisational project at some points. I mean, we really, we rehearse and we're very, um, we, we attempt to get really tight for our shows. Definitely. But there's always that, um, lately there's been that, uh, that slight not knowing what to expect on stage, which I personally love. It's sort of that, that being a little bit scared. <clears throat> Beepless on stage. <laughs> we're not allowed to say swears, right? That's very considerate. It's community I, radio. You can say whatever you want. Really? Because yeah. I sort of said freaking in the other song instead of another uh, certain word. 
Oh, that was nice of you. <laughs> Considerate. For the kids. Conserving the delicate ears of our listeners. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, let's repeat those dates. So, we have t- February 27th at mm-hmm. uh, Divan Orange, you mm-hmm. say? With Sister Subi. At the D.O. The D.O. <laughs> that's Sister Subi. And, oh, will Tune Yards be playing also? Yep. Uh, this coming Tuesday, the 13th at Lutopic. 13th? Oh, I like that place. The yeah, Pica. it's a cool place. So many opportunities to check out Meryl and her indeed, art. Indeed. And March 8th, the puppet show. And March 8th, the puppet show. So who else opera. is going to be performing at that? At that festival? It's a festival of puppeteers? Yeah. And you know what? All, wow. of, their, yeah, all of their names are in French, and I'm, okay. I'm not good enough at French yet to, to say all of them. It's a, a slew of performers for, I think, five days. Wow. Um, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful festival. It's very exciting. looks like to me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's quality quality shows, and the night that I'm performing is actually uh, short works for adults, so it should be a really interesting mm. evening. Mm-hmm. Evening, it's my show is about you know fifteen or twenty minutes, and then yeah. there are a bunch of other shows. It's in English. Uh, I sing in English, but there are are Brechtian cards which are in French. Mm. <laughs> scene cards like scene one in which blah blah blah. Right, those are all going to be in French. So. Puppetry for adults. I could see that being pretty interesting. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely had kind of a, a renaissance um, ever since uh, the guy who did Tinka's new dress. What's his name? I can't remember. Mm. But uh, yeah, there there've been quite a quite a slew of uh, puppet theaters cropping up all over the place. Yeah, it's exciting. And there are several in in Montreal. As mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard. For sure, there's 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 toy theaters. There's a couple of toy theaters. And taking it back from Mr. Dress Up. Let's do it, people. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with Mr. Dress Up, but uh, I think a lot of people have kind of a sort of creepy idea of puppets until they've you know seen some solid puppet theater. People tend to associate it with like tedious childhood plays yeah it mm-hmm. definitely gets gets the the kitty rap mm-hmm. like it's just for kids but but i think it's it's really interesting what you can do with puppets for adults and and also what what you can do for kids actually that's mm-hmm. also really creepy <laughs> yeah um, uh that yeah that's sort of grim's fairy tale ish yeah for um, sure yeah but but truly, uh, I mean, I worked for this company, Sandglass Theater, in in Vermont for four years, and and we did primarily uh, puppet theater for adults. And there's much more of an audience for it in hmm. in Europe and, and yeah. probably Canada as well yeah. than the states. It's definitely people have the always think it's for kids, but it's not. All right, well, look to uh, Venus, or rather, listen to Venus uh, to remind you about that festival and about this uh, Sister Subi show. But do not forget this this. What is it? Thirteenth Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. At uh, Lutopique. Uh, that's on the corner of I think St. Catherine and Barry, if I'm not yep. mistaken. It's right outside the metro station. Yeah. yeah. So be there. Um, Nine thirty, I think it starts with uh, Kasha Juno. Right on. So how about treating us to a couple more songs? Sure, what do you think? sure. Right on. And uh, for those just tuning in, we're uh, live on Venus with uh, Miss Meryl Garbus, a.k.a. Tune Yards, who is performing live Venus exclusive on CKUT for you right now.
my thoughts away from your head. Let the clock give a tick, the dog give a lick. Your heart beats soundly on your dreamboat bed. Go to sleep, my baby. There is nothing that the morning can't undo. I will watch and weep at your peacefully sleep, and make sure the bedy bugs don't get you. 'Cause they'll try to harm you. That's what they do. It will whir and moan as you hum the drone. That a hurdy gurdy place to lift you out of the lull. A soft shroud of safety in a world gone wrong, 'cause they'll try to harm you. That's what they do. Ooh. 
How do you keep a bleeding heart wide open? How do you stand directly where you're standing?